Greetings, friends, and welcome to Inner Fire number two. Thanks for tuning in. This is a spontaneous episode that I recorded while driving in my car, so I apologize if there's any weird background noise, but I think the recording is just fine. I think I need to stop being so fixated in trying to have perfection and to just not be afraid to hit record when the inspiration hits. I hope you enjoy this episode, and I'll talk to you again at the end. Greetings, friends. Welcome to Inner Fire number two. This is another spontaneous podcast while I'm driving my car, which is always a a funny thing to do, and I always wonder about the sound quality and is it very good, and I've been wanting... um, in the future direction of the podcast to get a little bit more professional with my recording sound and engineering and all of that. But it's going to be a process and I'm going to learn. Uh, but right now, we're doing another broadcast while driving. And I'm, I'm recording because I, I just had an interesting and eye-opening experience. Um, I'm driving right now on the beautiful Blue Ridge Parkway winding through the Appalachian Mountains on the eastern seaboard of the United States. And if you've ever driven on the Blue Ridge Parkway, you'll know what I mean when I say uh, it's an isolated drive. It's, it's a drive through the forest and the mountains. You do not see buildings. You do not see businesses. You very, very rarely see inhabited homes. Um, there are entry and exit points to the Great Appalachian Trail And essentially, it is a beautiful, scenic road winding through the forest and mountains. And I'm taking that drive this morning. I I am blessed to live in a city, a small city, that has a a quick access point to the Blue Ridge Parkway. And so sometimes if I'm going uh, to an appointment uh, on the other side of town, I will take the long route and jump on the parkway. Uh, just to experience the beauty of this drive. Um, Having grown up in very large metropolitan cities, um, I love now living in the mountains and how even on taking a a commute, I can avoid the the city commute. I can avoid highways. I can avoid that kind of traffic. And even sometime on the parkway, you'll get behind someone who's driving slowly. Um, but it's it's beautiful, and who cares? You're you're in the middle of nature, and especially now as winter is beginning and the seasons are changing. Um, the forest is just taking on this completely new, stark, cold, austere character that um, uh, just you know speaks to something in my DNA. But anyway, I was on my beautiful drive this morning on the Blue Ridge Parkway, and every now and then you'll come across uh, people who are doing um, cycling on the road. Uh, And this morning I passed a cycler who was riding um, on the Blue Ridge Parkway fully masked. So let's let's just think about this. He is in the middle of the forest and the mountains riding a bicycle by himself a man with a mask on with a mask on in the forest 
Now, daily, as I as I drive about town or, or do other business in the city, I'll see people driving in their cars completely by themselves with a mask on. I'll see people walking through downtown uh, by themselves or with their romantic partner or, or close intimate friends and walking with masks on. People outdoors with masks on. But this is the first time that I've been moving through the forest and seen a person with a mask on. I've heard friends talk about uh, that they've been out on hikes and have come across people on the trails with masks on. And of course, I've seen pictures on the internet of people, you know, that people take of pe these people walking in the woods with masks on. But this is my first experience and it is, uh, I want to say mind-blowing. That's such an overused phrase. And actually, I, I notice as I grope for a word or a phrase to express my feelings on seeing this, that my mind just stutters. Uh, the sight of it is mind stuttering. It makes the mind stutter and glitch. Uh, people, there are a frighteningly large number of people who have had their brains completely broken by the overwhelmingly um, powerful and all-consuming propaganda of the uh, mystery virus from a country of unknown origin. You know, uh, you have to talk in code now when you talk about things that matter because we no longer live in a free society. As people in the West, we have to talk in code when we talk about certain things so that our speech doesn't get silenced. But you know what I mean when I say the mystery virus uh, from a country of unknown origin. People have had their brains broken in regards to this. People are so consumed with fear and smallness that they will wear a mask in the middle of the forest on a bicycle by themselves. These are our fellow citizens. These are people who vote in elections. It's flabbergasting. And I said before, I, I made the, the point that this was a man with a mask on. And men are meant to be warriors. We're meant to be heroic. We're meant to be fearless. And to see a man on a bicycle in the forest with a mask on, it's just pitiful. Don't be that man. Don't be the man that is so afraid of a virus with a 99% survivability rate that you wear a mask outside. 
we've been lied to so blatantly about these masks. It, it's so frustrating to me sometimes because, you know, living in the modern world, we have so much information at our fingertips. It's harder and harder for the globalists to hide things from us. If you, if you still use Google as your search engine, you need to change that today. You need to get off the Google today. Think of Google like some terribly addictive drug whose intoxication is ignorance. You have to get off Google. There are a lot of different search engines that you could use. One of the easiest ones to use, and I know it has its problems too, but DuckDuckGo. Try DuckDuckGo. And I, I don't, <laughs> I wish I was. I wish, I wish DuckDuckGo would throw me some advertiser money uh, because I, I seem to mention them more and more. But I don't get any advertiser money from DuckDuckGo. I just use DuckDuckGo. And let me tell you, um, it was my, my wife that convinced me to switch. She's much more of a red-pilled, a deeply red-pilled individual than I am. She actually helps me along the way. But months and months and months ago, she got off Google, got on DuckDuckGo, she got off YouTube, started using other video channels. And, and one of the things that she showed me one night, particularly around this mystery uh, sickness, was if you do a, a direct search comparison with something like the efficacy of masks, if you search that in Google and you search it in DuckDuckGo, if you search it in Google, all you are going to get is regime propaganda. That's all you're going to get. If you search DuckDuckGo, you're going to get plenty of regime propaganda as well, but you will also get some actual uh, science uh, in regards to the masks. And what you will find pretty quickly is that the evidence for the efficacy of the masks is scant. Um, it seems that if you wear a N95 mask, if you have it fit correctly, if you do not touch it, and if you throw it away and get a new one every time you touch it or take it off, you can get maybe a 10% uh, protection rate, maybe. That's tiny. That's nothing. And no one wears their masks like that. Just the next time you're out in public, if you're cursed to live in a place with local governance that is so idiotic that they continue with the mask mandates, um, or if you live in a place with a population so brainwashed by fear, so traumatized by propaganda that there are a lot of people still wearing masks, just look around at how people wear them. They touch them continuously, they take them off to cough, they put them back on, they put them in their pocket, they put it back on again, they drop it on the floor, they pick it up, they put it back on again. And most of the masks people wearing are these just useless, clothless masks or bandanas or gaiters or whatever. Um, so the masks don't work. The masks aren't meant to protect you from anything. In my opinion, the masks serve a twofold purpose. They are a security blanket for the fearful and traumatized, and they are a tool of totalitarian oppression for the globalists, for uh, the forces of the druge, as we say in the Mazdan path, the forces of the lie, 
the uh, evil, satanic, demonic forces that want to enslave and control humankind. They want to make you a anonymous, faceless, voiceless number. And masks do this to an incredible degree. One of the most disgusting things is to see the children with masks on. The sin that our society is committing by masking children is hard to fathom how sinful it is. It's hard to fathom the destruction this is doing to the, the mind and the spirit of children being forced to wear these disgusting, germ-filled, useless cloth masks. These are systems and symbols of control. And I, I really believe that the, the adults that you see wearing these masks um, nowadays, you know, there's, there's, there's a few different reasons that I think people are wearing them. One, a lot of people are traumatized uh, by the fear porn that the establishment is putting out. And that's a very sad situation. Uh, the fear porn is r relentless. If you know people whose main source of news is MSNBC or CNN or NPR or things like Democracy Now!, these news, so-called news outlets have been relentless in the fear porn they have been producing. It's, it's a daily fire hose of fear and anxiety. And people who consume this information um, are being deeply scarred and affected by it. So uh, a lot of times when you see an adult wearing a mask, it's, it's because they have just been crippled with this uh, cowardly fear. And then there are a lot of people, I think, who wear the mask as a sign of their loyalty to the regime. It's a sign of their loyalty to the narrative. It's a sign that they will bend the knee, that they will follow, that they are a good uh, little acquiescent citizen. And they force this upon their children. And a lot of people are traumatizing their children with this fear. I know people who have young kids who are very scared of COVID. And that fear comes from uh, the narrative that they are being told by their parents. And these parents uh, should be ashamed of themselves. And we all need to find ways to try to break this spell um, on our fellow humans. And I think there's lots of ways to do that. I don't think there's any point in yelling at people or being rude to people or laughing at people or any of this kind of stuff, but we all need to try to find ways to start having conversations with people in our families, people in our communities who are so heavily and negatively affected by this fear propaganda. And as I've said in, in previous episodes, 
if you are a person whose eyes have been open to what is going on, it's time to start resisting. And I, as I said in my, my episode on small acts of resistance, I think that these small acts of resistance are very, very important. And one of the biggest ones you can do is to refuse to wear that stupid mask in all situations that you can reasonably refuse to do it. And I get it. There's some places I have to go that I just have to wear the mask if I'm going to go there or I'm absolutely going to be refused service. I had to go to a doctor's appointment this morning to get some blood work done. And the doctor's office um, is in compliance with the local mandate and they will absolutely refuse to see you if you don't wear a mask. Well, you know, there's no doctor I can choose to go to where I don't where I can get by without wearing one. So I just have to suck it up and wear it when I go into that place. But there's a lot of places in my town and in probably in your town too that have that sign up on the door that masks are required, but they're not enforcing it. They're not going to say anything to you if you come in without the mask on. And in those instances, you should definitely not wear the mask. And when it comes to a place that you have choice, so let's say, you know, there's multiple restaurants in your town and some of those restaurants are really being sticklers and enforcing the masks and some of the restaurants aren't. I would highly suggest that as a potent and powerful act of solidarity and resistance, you only spend your money at places that are not complicit in tyranny, in places where you have a choice. Make the choice, you know. Uh, some people, you have to fly for your job. You have to do it. And so you have to wear the mask. I get it. I understand. You know, sometimes we have to make these compromises uh, just to survive. And we're moving into a time of tyranny that we need to start thinking, um, like Ernst Younger talks about, like forest rebels or guerrillas. You need to start thinking in the ways of uh, strategic resistance and when and where to pick your battles, how to pick your battles. But when you do have a chance to exercise your autonomy and you do have a chance to, to make a choice about what business to support, do not support the businesses that are complicit with tyranny. And for the love of God, and I mean that sincerely, for the love of God, do not be the person that is wearing a mask, riding a bike in the forest. This is not the, the, uh, this is not what God meant us to be and do. Our divine creator did not intend us to be a fearful, meek, cowardly, complicit, tyrannized creature. We are spirit souls. We are that inner flame, that sacred fire. We are indestructible. 
We are immortal. We are eternal. We are warrior spirits on the side of good and light. And we need to get a hold of what that feels like. What that feeling of fearlessness and courage in the face of tyranny and adversity feels like. Do not allow yourself to grow complicit living on your knees. Humans can get used to almost anything. Humans can adapt themselves to living in a prison, in a sewer, in a concentration camp, underneath the thumb of totalitarian regimes. Do not allow yourself to become used to that way of living. God created you to stand up tall with your shoulders back, to be fearless, and to fight on the side of liberty and freedom and sovereignty. That is the message of the inner fire. That is the message of our ancestors. That is who and what we are and what we are meant to be. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, friends. I sincerely hope you enjoyed the episode. If you do, please be sure to subscribe and like wherever you are listening and to share the episode wherever you share media on your social media pages and your email lists. Just word of mouth to friends, however you do it. Let people know about the podcast if you find it useful and interesting. As always, I greatly appreciate you listening. I hope you stay tuned. And until next time, continue to stay free. Turn off the fear porn and help wake up the others.